Well, welcome to this week's session. What we're going to be focusing on is power, your own personal power. And when I used to hear that word, I think for me, it, um, it, it kind of conjured up a, a bullying energy or somebody who was using their power um, for a negative sense instead of a positive sense. And yet when I started to um, experiment a little bit more about using my own power for good and um, to be able to serve more people, I understood that uh, you know the most valuable kind of power that you can gain for yourself is the clarity of what it is in purpose that you're wanting to achieve in, in any moment. And when you come from a place of empowerment and using that power, what tends to happen is that it is an, um, almost like an energetic vibration that's sent out that calms people. Um, and it is a certain kind of energy that doesn't need any kind of words attached to it. In case um, you're wondering, it's where people feel the most safe when they're around you, when you're truly within your power. And so what we're talking about is getting to a place where that you're absolutely authentic in the power that you hold within yourself. And so there's a poem that comes to mind that Nelson Mandela used in his inaugural speech, um, which talks about that people aren't necessarily um, afraid or fearful um, of negative things, but they're actually more afraid of the light that they carry in them, that they're actually more powerful than they realise. And, um, and I think as we go into this next couple of weeks, what we want to do is start to get you to step up in this area of um, understanding how that you utilise the power that you have within you. In fact, I went through a phase just recently where I really handed over my power. For about six months, I found that um, I wasn't really that passionate about what I was doing. I wasn't excited about um, things that were going on around me. And to be honest, I was quite happy to just allow others to control and make decisions and became a bit of a sightseer in life. And it's funny because those moments are going to happen to every single person. You're going to have periods where, you know, clouds come into your life and you're not going to understand why there's a stormy period. And part of this program is really to understand that, you know, that's a normal process. And so when we um, humble ourselves enough to recognise the patterns that we have and, and what's occurring, then what we're able to do is own the situation. And that's the first thing that I want you to think about this next week. Which areas have you really abdicated your power in? So if even if we go through you know, a basic business organisational chart and we think about your life, um, the owner's role is really to have a vision and a plan for life. And so when you think about the power that it takes to be able to sit and to design or create your ideal world, many people have never attempted that because they don't feel that they have the control or, or the clarity that they need to get what they want. And even if they did know what they want, then they don't necessarily feel that it is achievable. And so, you know, all we can do is go off our own experiences. So for you, what's your experience been of designing and creating your life? Have you had positive experiences where you've set your intention on, on wanting to get something and then it's actually come off? And you know, certainly for me when I did this process and um, so when I was realising the situation that I got myself into where I was handing over my power, 
I spent a lot of time really working out for me if I could uncover another layer of the onion and really get to the core of what it was that I was desiring. What actually was it in a tangible form? And searched the internet and found out the pricings of things and what they might look like and how I'd source them, what trips I'd like to go on, where I'd like to live, how I'd like to live, with whom I'd like to live, what kind of relationships long term was I looking for, what are some of the legacies that I wanted to, to leave behind. And I can tell you that when I sat down and did that vision, um, it became so real to me of that I guess for me, myself, my plan that I was going to have to follow was definitely going to have to be one that was more accountable. Because the challenge can be if you're not in your power, then we can tend to blame others or, or make excuses for, for what is happening currently in our life. And so, you know, it's easy to make a booking or to go and, you know, source somebody else to go and, and talk to and they can give you ideas which can sort of get you into that a bit more connected energy. So you can borrow power off others to get short-term pleasure or short-term goals, but you'll never truly be the owner of your life. You're just renting your life. And so when you think about, you know, having that quality of power where people are around you and they feel it. They understand that you're on a path or a track that's unique to you, that's satisfying you from the inside. And yes, you might have some outer material things that you enjoy, but really the characteristics and the qualities that you're developing now are internal based. And so as a leader, as we step up in empowering ourselves, it's important to start to build from a foundation where not only are we loyal to ourselves and we trust ourselves, but now we start to step into that power and really own it. So moving on to the next section is really managing our life. And it's different from owning our life because, you know, you make a decision about what you want your life to be. But then it's really important that every single day when you're present, and that's where your power is in the present, is that you're managing those daily decisions. It's easy to make a decision, isn't it? It's the management that can be challenging. So if you look at an area of your life where it might be in quality relationships, well, if you want those quality relationships, you have to sew in to those people. And so they're daily decisions that you need to execute. Just the same as if it was physical health that is your goal for your life, then every single day you need to sew into that area of physical health and nourish yourself well and, and all of those things we've talked about before. So if you had to rank your power as a manager, what would you give yourself out of 10? In fact, how much time are you allocating in the week to manage your life? Do you have um, you know, a situation where you can sit down and, and look over what your plans are for the week and really put it into some kind of structure and some kind of order and know what you will achieve at the end of that week? And so you can be accountable to yourself. Now when we're managing different areas of our life, it's important then to recognise that there are certain tasks that are going to need to happen for us to execute those things. So it might start out with a budget. Okay, so how powerful are you at being able to control the money flow that's coming in and going out of your life? Coming in into your business and out of your business. Is there surplus? Are you well controlled to be able to, in, within your power, to say no thank you? Um, I won't be able to do that this month, it doesn't fit my budget or 
um, could we suggest maybe coming to my house as opposed to eating out or would it be possible if we meet in a park instead of you know a play centre with kids or is it okay if um, you know we get together at a, you know a, uh, a central location instead of you having to, to, to travel so many distances or or whatever it is that's going to allow you within your budget and your finances to stay in in your power or in control are you able and disciplined to be able to step up in that whole area of your life you know this coming financial year how much money will you invest for long term in low risk in medium risk in high risk activities you know, what return on investment would you um, say that is a good return on investment for the amount of work that you're doing every single year? And there should be tangible results that people are getting. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of couples in business and a lot of um, individuals in business. And I tend to find that the, the people that are the most powerful, the ones that are certain of where they're headed and they're, they're confident within themselves that they are on the right path and they're achieving what they want, are the ones that get the rewards. And so there's big dividends for you if you can step up in this area of your life. So I absolutely recommend that, you know, as I said, it's not about um, talking yourself up because people feel a powerful energy. Think of the most powerful person that you've ever met. What are they like? What kind of powerful people do you watch on television? Who are you attracted to to emulate? Would you agree that powerful men are very, very different to powerful women? What types of character traits do you believe powerful men have compared to powerful women? And when we start to really identify who are our role models within this area, it's very easy to start to understand why those people are role models because usually they'll mirror those top traits that you have naturally. And so in Wealth Dynamics, what Roger Hamilton's always taught me is to be in your power means to be in your flow or be in your flame as opposed to the wax. And so, you know, the key thing here is to understand and be humble around your strengths, but also to build a team of people that are around you that can offset each of the strengths that you that you have so you know for me I absolutely need somebody who can support me who can ground me who can execute um, things that need to happen in the marketplace because those things aren't necessarily my strength now it's encouraging when I understand that that's a powerful thing to admit as opposed to to be in denial and try to be all things to all people and end up letting everybody down especially myself and so when you think about, you know, the character traits of, of um, powerful females, you know, who comes to mind? For me, it would be Princess Mary, Princess Diana, um, Angelina Jolie, you know, role models that have, you know, walked the planet that, um, that basically allow others to stop and admire and to watch and to listen and to understand that, you know, other people's opinions aren't necessarily um, involved in their decision making on a day-to-day -day basis. What's important is that those people are aligned and in, have integrity in what it is that they would like to contribute. So for you, when you think of men, who are the most powerful men that you've ever met? And, uh, you know, comes to mind, I guess, is Bill Clinton. Um, Obama is an incredibly powerful man. Um, Nelson Mandela. You know, who are some 
um, some powerful men that you can think of um, that you know personally. And for me, one of my mentors is a very, very powerful man. And I remember um, when I was standing having a conversation with him, choosing to just match and mirror um, his energy straight back at him. And so he said hi, and I said hi, and then he looked at me and I looked at him. And, and I could feel the energy just surging straight through my body in terms of that, the fact that I didn't have to do anything or be anything. Now, it was incredible um, that when I walked away from that encounter that I understood what true power actually felt like from being near somebody. So I encourage you to, you know, to push your comfort zone and to think of the most powerful person that you have within your social uh, circle that you can actually take out to lunch or have a conversation with. I used to work for the uh, Flight Centre Corporation and I invited after I'd left um, the head of that company out to lunch and he came along and you know it was an incredible um, hour where we just got to talk and you get to know someone a lot better when you have them one-on-one -on -one and you can ask questions and sort of see straight underneath the surface to what the character of that person is like and you know it gets it gets a lot clearer when you get to see them then in a social environment um, to contrast who they are on an individual basis and who they need to be on a social basis. But what you'll find is the most powerful people are authentic. They're the same whether or not um, their audience changes. And so, you know, have a think about you. When you wake up in the morning and who you are around your family and, and your close associates and friends compared to when you go out to a party or when you go out to a networking function or, or when you're meeting strangers, do you change? You know, because sometimes that can be an indication that you're actually handing your power over and you're stepping out of that place where you're going to attract what it is that you need to attract. And so the only way that you can really um, change that is to make a conscious decision. To decide to be you in the absolute full embodiment of who you are and then the correct people on the same vibration will be attracted to you and the people who aren't won't. And so it's really important that if that's the decision that you want to make that that is something that you can manage um, for yourself. So socially that could have a knock-on effect, I'm sure you agree. So you know, powerful people start to really pick and choose who it is that they have impact their life and who they have surround them. Um, and socially and business-wise and all that type of thing. So, you know, perhaps that's another exercise that you can have a look at. As you empower yourself in this area, you start to look at what you, not only what you're actually doing on a daily basis, but who you're becoming. And so when you really decide, okay, well, I'd like to, to step up in that area of life and start to, instead of just using that connected power where you go and borrow someone else's energy or power, you actually use reflected power, which is you start to then be around people who you would like to be. And, you know, I can't encourage you to do that enough. Um, I have found for myself that when I want to get to the next level and to be more confident in, in what I'm doing, one of the most challenging things I can do is go and hang around people that I went to high school with or people that I grew up with. Um, because they know me for who I was when I was little. And so it's very disempowering when you're trying to become the next level and those people 
aren't necessarily supportive of, of what it is that you're trying to do. So, you know, for a 90 day period, all that I did was understand that I might need to dig in in some certain areas to really um, get the discipline, um, associate with some new people who could see me at the next level where I wanted to be heading and get some really good advice as to what I could do to get some quick, fast results in my life that really empowered me that then others would admire and be able to say, well, well done and congratulations, because that then gave me the belief. So this program's more about helping you on a weekly basis to just pick one certain subject or one certain thing that you can start to you know, test and measure for yourself. And for some of you that are very, very powerful, what um, is the perfect advice is to actually start doing more and achieving those results, not talking about it quite so much. Um, I find that you know people who often convince me how powerful they are and influential they are and all the people that they know and um, you know baffle me with names and associations and networks and people um, are generally masking something of insecurity underneath. Whereas the most powerful people tend to be more interested than they are interesting. And they ask really quality questions and they are um, interested genuinely in understanding the framework from which I'm moving through my life. And so, you know, that to me sort of sums up, you know, the results that you're going to feel when you step into that power. Is that, you know, that genuine interest when people um, see you, that they love to have you listen to them and you understand them more and you be able to connect them um, to the next best person to be able to take them through their journey. And so that is really reflected power when you start to feed off each other and help each other get to the next level. So therefore you are always going to need that person that you can go to, that you can talk to, that you can be honest with and, uh, and genuinely stretch yourself to the next level, level around power. So when we think about um, you know, other areas of our life, I'd say that the next part is operationally, what it is that you actually need to do around um, you know, generating more power in individual things within your day. And so you know, what's a really great thing is to do a bit of a time audit and have a look um, at the end of the day in some, some time, reflection time or what have you, that you know, what is it that you have achieved in that day and what would you pay yourself for? What do you feel that was a bit of, um, took you off the path of where you wanted to get to? And where is it that um, you feel that, you know, you could, you could adapt and change to become more powerful the next day? And when you test and measure things, you start to realize that, you know, you tidy up that area of your life. Certainly um, start to have a look at who are some people in your life that disempower you that start to um, make you question what it is that you're doing because there's always an opportunity there to understand why that's occurring and um, you know what mirrors are there for you or or how to understand that so I think that you know for me if I um, get overly defensive or overly critical or I feel like I want to lecture somebody or you know, give them a piece of my wisdom, then usually there there's something that has occurred just prior to that that has either been challenging to me or hurtful to me or or something like that. You know, so it's about becoming more and more aware within your power that you're not 
um, having low emotional intelligence with a power source. And so I've met very, very powerful people who haven't been able to wield their power maturely and they've left people very upset and very broken and very, um, you know, humiliated or, or depressed or what have you and said, well, it's not my fault, they need to toughen up. So it's important to understand that whenever we're having, you know, two-way communication with people and we want to remain within our power, that we adjust and adapt to the people or the audience that we're working with. And the easiest way to think about this is in, you know, a scenario of a family barbecue. You imagine if you catch up with a cousin or a cousin's friend or a cousin's new boyfriend, how you um, listen and act and engage in a conversation versus that you're seeing a sibling that you see all of the time. So, you know, realistically, when it, when it comes to interacting with that brand new person or almost stranger, there's a lot of courteousness, there's a lot of um, understanding that there's the etiquette that goes along with um, conversing with people and being encouraging and using all of those facial expressions that over time we start to get a little bit complacent um, with the people that have known us for the longest period of time or know us the best. And so what really takes a great amount of, um, of power is to be able to be that person with every single person consistently. And what you'll find is that by putting or placing yourself second and putting those people as your primary focus straight away is that you will actually start to um, move quickly into that reflected power where people will start to um, listen more actively to the few words that you do have to say because as a humble, powerful person, um, that's really where you start to allow people to, you know, to understand who they truly are. So you can almost be the blank canvas for them to be able to create who they want to be and through their languaging you find out who that is. And you know, from a coaching perspective that was really important to me is to master how to ask quality questions. Because I understood you know, from early in my training that the quality of our education or our mentors really knocks on to the quality of our, of our questions. And once you ask a better question, you start to make better decisions. And when you make better decisions, then you suddenly have better behaviours that come out. And from better behaviours, naturally better results happen. And so if people want a better quality of life, then it comes from results. But it always stems back to who you are using as your mentors and your educators and not allowing yourself to hand over your power or feel um, like a bit of a victim because of outside circumstances that are going on. There are always going to be outside circumstances that are going to be going on. Things are going to be happening to relatives, to siblings, to, to you personally, whether it be um, health related or, or um, financially related or physically related. However it's going to occur, there's going to be challenges or obstacles that you're going to encounter. What the most important thing to realise when, when you are powerful or you're in your power is that it is your reactions and your responses that happen internally that are going to dictate whether or not that's an opportunity or a threat to you moving towards your goals. Okay, so the critical thing is when, when you've stepped up in that ownership role and you've got the vision and plan to go back to it and to get clarity in your mind that now that obstacles come up, where is my opportunity? 
What is it that I'm able to use this to then change my daily disciplines, to get control of that area of my life, to be, remain empowered and to step into that area at a next best level, to be able to push through and achieve everything that you want to achieve. And so the final area that, um, that I want to discuss then is both um, getting your desired outcomes and then the people that you are surrounding yourself with. So getting your desired outcomes really comes down to knowing what your priorities are. And you need to um, you know, define those priorities, whether or not your priority you know, in the next short-term phase of, of what you're trying to gain power in is, a, is around um, relationships or money or time or um, team or what it is that you're wanting to really have that, um, that no excuse feeling around what it is that you're wanting to achieve. Okay, because once you understand what the consequences of not gaining that power or handing over your power is, that should be the fuel that's going to move you forward. And so for me, having um, studied a lot about you know, what, what goes on within successful people and from my psychology background right through to, to understanding athletes and, um, and successful entrepreneurs, they always have some type of a, um, an energy that runs counter to the abundant energy that generally um, allows them to pick themselves up at that last minute and not to quit, to dig in a little deeper. It could be an energy that is um, like a prove it to people or stick it to them energy or um, that I just hate failure or I can't stand the thought of people finding out that I didn't execute what it was that I said I was going to do. And so the other thing is, is that's going to bring up a lot of pressure. And the pressure usually comes around setting those deadlines of what it is that you want to achieve. And so, you know, it's just to be mindful that as you move more towards that, you know, powerful center that you have, is that that process of um, perturbation that we've talked about before, of breaking through or, or popping through, you need to have a support crew to be able to manage that process and help you surrender a lot faster to um, allow you to remain within your power through that entire process. And so as soon as you can get that mastered, what I believe is that you, know, you will attract then the people that are wanting to move to that next level with you. And so you really need to understand that, you know, yes, it's, it's great to achieve you know, that status where people um, you know, they walk towards you and they're honouring you more for who you are becoming um, than what it is then that you're doing. But there's a responsibility there as well that when you do reset your goals and move towards them, that you do that in such a way that is becoming more and more authentic to your nature of who you are. And realistically, that to me is the most powerful person. When somebody's present, they're aware of who they are and what they want. And you know they're humble in a way that um, acknowledges the fact that they're just on their own journey, headed to where they want to go. And so you know, take some time to have a think about where in the areas of your life do you need to step up within your power. Maybe it's a conversation that you've been avoiding um, that you need to have with that person and you need to express it in such a way that's non-negotiable. And let them know that this has been an area that you know, you've you've been thinking about and um, you'd like to address 
and what would be the best time and place to actually talk that through. And you know, I was always taught from a coach of mine that the thing that we fear the most, that conversation that we fear the most, if we walk towards it, it's a bit like going out on the pier and having the big um, you know, shark come to the surface and you think, oh, okay, it's going to you know, snap my head off, but it actually jumps out of the water and kisses you on the lips. You know, just the thing that frightens you the most is usually the thing that ends with the sweetest rewards. And so when you do sense something that you're afraid of, or your courage is lacking and you feel that you're handing over your power, that is the right situation to focus on this week. And I want you to clear up that area once and for all. Make a decision when you um, go into you know, authentically what it is that you would like, how would you like to resolve that. And just understand that you know, we should never ever fight anyone else's battles. Everybody has their own journey that they are there to complete. And the most powerful people acknowledge that and allow people to simply be. And that truly is remaining in your power when you can accept and understand that you know, forgiveness is one of the greatest gifts that you have um, that you're able to use and allow people to just do and be and have whatever it is they would like and use your power for what it is that you would like to create. So have a great week. I hope that's great food for thought and we'll hear some more next week. Have a great day. This presentation is designed for educational and informational purposes only. The workshop materials and presenters information contained within in no way provide legal, tax or investment advice to participants. The information presented is designed to provide participants with reference material towards creating the success they desire. Unauthorised copying, public performance, broadcasting and renting of this material in whole or in part is strictly prohibited. If you would like more information, please go to www.leisureseekers.com.au.